Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to Unfiltered. Hey. Hey. How are you, Tamsin? I'm so good. How are you? I'm I'm pretty good. I'm better now that I'm talking to you. Put it that way. Oh well, this is fun <laughs> recording and having this content by video for our audience. I know. I love it. I'm I'm actually really looking forward to our episodes now I think it brings a whole new level of who we are how we relate to each other um, our awesome hand movements and our facial expressions Um, but it is just a really new way it's a it's a new way and just a different way to connect with our audience as well so you can just get so much more energy from it I reckon that's what I love the most yeah I love being able to see your face as well that like brings a smile to my dial every time <laughs> vice versa girlfriend hey yeah. how's your week been what have you been up to uh I I knew that this would this question would be coming and I really can't think of what my week um saying that like with everything that's been going on energy wise like and I think we had this conversation the other week that I forget literally what I did yesterday you know, so I think like time has been going crazy. We've had crazy energies. We've we've just literally hit was it new moon yesterday? So um yeah, uh, emotions have been high. Um, but then timelines have jumped. Um, I've noticed probably in the last week or so that um like uh how can I explain it? Oh, it's it's like overnight things changed right like energies just changed so thing something that i have been thinking about and wishing and hoping for and that has really been i guess i wouldn't say fully holding me back but it has been you know that crutch in my side that thorn in my side you know in a way it just literally did like a turnaround this week and I feel like that was a massive breakthrough for me um, and the situation and it's really allowed more room for growth in other ways so I think that's probably what I could say about my week how that has been because if so you come from your own personal experience of referring to how you've been as a breakthrough, what we actually need to bring to people's awareness is that the collective is going through a massive breakdown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And to get to that breakthrough, sometimes we are faced with the deepest breakdowns in this timeline that we've actually experienced in either a really long time or ever. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. And that's been a lot of breakdowns. Yeah, the old timeline, the old paradigm, the old ways are collapsing and they are breaking away. And I'm seeing it with so many people. And myself hugely. Mm. Oh my goodness. So many personal 
karmic cycles, generational curses, old ways of being, being but, you know, I was going to use the word excuses, old excuses, old thought patterns, old actions are just, they're just not a part of my reality anymore. They're just, and like you said, it did feel like it was an overnight occurrence for me. Where I'm like, I woke up the next day and I was like, that just doesn't feel good for me anymore. I'm not going to do this or I don't want to think like that. And it was like my consciousness shift just expanded to a point where I started to value myself far more than I ever actually considered I could. But it didn't come without a lot of emotional attachment or or uh, awareness or reflection or self work yeah but these it, we are we have shifted on this new timeline in the last week yeah yeah and we're today sitting in uh australian time the 19th of june and i knew i freaking knew june was going to be the month of pure transformation. <laughs> the next month of this year was the year of transformation. And hasn't it been? Holy moly. For every- it's, it's like the caterpillar. Like it, it, it's, you know, it, it's in its cocoon and it's trying to get out, like <laughs> if that's how it works. <laughs> but it's like that, that. You know, we're all transforming at the moment. We're all trying to come from something and to be that beautiful butterfly in the end. Um, And, yeah, like like you said, like you you and I and and Kat and a few of our other friends and whatnot have all been going through these massive breakdowns in the, like, even just the months leading up. Literally. And then to get to this point in the last week or so, we've all kind of had our massive breakdowns and breakthroughs. And I love, sorry, so quickly. Yes. And it's like, literally, like I said, overnight, like what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Yeah. How awesome is that? And, I, and, you know, like you said, it's the power of being able to have that choice to change, to change your perception, to change just overnight, even and saying, I don't, I don't like that. That doesn't serve my purpose here. If I sit here and I dwell on that, I'm only going to hold myself back. So snap, change. Like some people were like, oh, you can't change overnight. Well, fuck, you can. Yeah, yeah you can. Yeah. The changes will take time to implement, yes. And I'm not saying that like you'll never go back to having those crappy thoughts again or that, that same behavior or habits, but you can snap yourself out of it pretty quickly once you're aware of it. Yeah. And once you decide to change, you're like, nah, nah, it doesn't serve me anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, I feel like what really happened in that overnight uh, timeline shift was the fact that we got shown in our perspective, in our consciousness, in our awareness, what we wanted and what we didn't want and how we were playing a part in both of those. And so it was like, you know, we're, we're all having these moments where we're like, I just don't want to do that anymore. Or at least those thought patterns are uh, being brought to our attention where we're like, why did I tolerate that? Or why did I 
not do anything about that and taking like personal responsibility for our own reality. But up until this shift, we saw it, you know, we knew about it, but we didn't have that like straight up courage to go, fuck that, not happening. I'm done. Like, cut cords, see ya, toodaloo. But, like, up until now, which actually, fun fact, I had this download the other day that the Sasi tribe, Lyran and Lyra energy has been coming in far more than ever before because previously it was the Palladian energy, but now it's the Lyran slash Lyra energy. And that's all about courage and fierce um, commitment and determination and, like, being bold and that's what's helped us completely change this consciousness shift to get to that point of going not doing this like whatever negative energy is going on I'm not fucking doing it anymore and then actually being okay with making that decision it's interesting that you talked about the Lara energy and that courage and that wisdom because uh, Kat and I just did our, our monthly meditation on the solar plexus and that's that's what was coming through and, and everybody we took through that meditation, they met their lion, right? So yeah. that was freaking powerful too because we have been, I don't know about you, but like I myself and my family and friends and friends of friends were all complaining about gut issues and pain in their stomach in this last week or so and you think about the solar plexus it, it is the middle of our body it it has you know that personal power and confidence and all of those things attached to it so it's no wonder that the lyra and energy is coming through so much more at the moment it yeah. we're dealing with the solar plexus you know yeah and um have you heard about where mother gaia's sitting at the moment in the planetary um placement no her solar plexus is sitting over australia there you go there you go just why we're we're getting so much of this like fierce breakthrough energy and it's all like in alignment with the fucking stars astrology uh energy frequency either stuff like everything but yeah. it's like if we didn't have this education or this knowledge or this this connection, we'd be yeah. sitting here going, what is going on? Yeah. Why knowledge is so powerful, but not unless it's shared. 100%. I love that. I love hearing you say that too. It, it is so true. And, you know, that brings us to, you know, what our episode is about today. It's about intuition, you know, intuition, like, I don't know people people can talk about this topic I know we can talk about this topic till the cows come home um (laughs) yeah um but I feel like I feel like you know as as women you know that is one of our superpowers um that for me personally I was told to ignore it growing up right so it took me many many years to connect to that and now I understand that it is one of my beautiful superpowers um and this is not just for women it is obviously men as well but I don't think a lot of men are even taught to connect to it at all 
So I I feel like um, the intuition, I said this before, it's our soul's compass. You know, if we can connect with our intuition and, and follow it and understand it, we we will be able to follow our true north. We we can do what lights us up. It's it's a beautiful thing. I love it. I love this topic. And what you've said already is most likely going to give so many people epiphanies, really. But the way that I really like to like educate people on what what your intuition is and like you said it's your soul's compass that's right why and how and where and you know for me I ask myself all those questions (laughs) I I'm a very very deep diving personal educated why do I think the way I think and where does it come from and what makes sense to me but the intuition has no logic yeah like your intuition is your imagination it's your inner teaching if you if you actually uh break down what intuition is it's in you your inner and then it's tuition it's your teaching your inner teaching your inner wisdom yeah i love that (laughs) i love that where does it come from you know what is it where does it belong and Sometimes people don't actually even know that our intuition is the inner dialogue, that inner voice activated and radiated from the energy of your third eye. Your third eye. And and, and in the spiritual community, <laughs> third eye is like a, a big term, you know. It's a, it's a wonderful term, like, oh, activate your third eye, but what is your third eye? So like I said, I'm the kind of person that questions everything and everything till I get to that point where I go, light bulb moment, epiphany, that's it. Your third eye is a gland within your brain, in the center of your brain, called your pineal gland. We have a physical gland within our brain called the pineal gland that activates as our intuition through our third eye chakra. So it's all in alignment, but we have to have the awareness of what the point of it is. Mm. So the point of our intuition is to purely connect and communicate with our soul. And through that, we gain universal knowledge. But if our intuition isn't in alignment, what happens? You know, what what really does happen? And Ellie, you have such a huge expertise on how to align your third eye or your intuition and explain how the rest of our chakras help with that expansion. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, doing Reiki, energy healing, you know, these are the one thing that we get to, um, where I get to, you know, help people with. And it's it's a beautiful thing, you know, even just hearing people's personal stories of, you know, making decisions or, 
you know, doing things that perhaps they didn't listen to their intuition. You know, we we do connect our um, intuition, like you're saying, it's sitting here in our third eye, but we do connect our intuition to our solar plexus, to that gut-wrenching feeling, you know, that feeling that doesn't feel right. It might, some people will talk about it being in the solar plexus. Some people talk about it being in their shoulders. Um, and that could also mean the heart space. So um, whilst I agree everything is within alignment um everything you know all of our chakras do allow us to understand that our connection to the intuition is throughout i think if you are not within your chakras are not within alignment and you know they may be blocked or um something is off then yeah, you're definitely going to be experiencing issues with following and understanding what your intuition is guiding you and telling you to do, let alone just ignoring it. So many people ignore it. And I love what you said before. You said, I'm going to go back to trying to remember. You said something around your intuition. Oh, I've lost it now. But you said, uh, you said something. No, I can't remember. I'll have to try and remember. But it was it was powerful. Whatever you said, it was so powerful. Um, in a teacher, being that in a teacher, yeah, yeah. And I think I had a point to that. I was going to say if it comes back up, I'll, I'll say it again. But I feel it, it's it is it is that in a teacher, and I I feel that that is a really powerful statement that people need to understand that. By ignoring your your intuition is also ignoring yourself, right? So it's painful, isn't it, when I, I think about the many years that I was taught not to connect to it. And now it's my, my moral compass, <laughs> my moral compass. It is my, um, my heart's compass. It is my soul's compass. It is my third eye's compass. Um, you know, going back to the third eye, you, you've got to think that if your third eye is disturbed in any way, shape or form or closed off, blocked, heavy metals can do that, right? Certain things like <clears throat> vaccines can do that. Um, heavy metals from environmental toxins, um, cleaning products, body products can all close off our third eye. And the third eye is all about seeing. It is about seeing what we we need to be able to see in order to make those those calculated decisions. Um, and I think it's kind of coming back to me what you were saying before, but it hasn't set in yet. <laughs> it's going to come to me. Um, but yeah, I think I think it is a really important thing to focus on that when we start to go on a journey of that enlightenment or understanding our intuition, understanding our chakra system, and that when things are all in alignment, we are going to then be able to be in alignment with our decisions, our thought processes, um, you know, the way that we are aware of ourselves um, and being able to help other people as well um, to, to gain that same awareness around their intuition. Um, yeah, I've rattled now. <laughs> I'm rattled. I want you. I want you to talk about something so that I can remember what I was going to say. Yes. Because sometimes 
when we go on very expansive conversations, yeah. our pain, our mind, our third eye, our chakras, this is like the most raw example of the fact that we can have this universal connection that is mm. on a soul level, a conscious level where, like you said at the start, you're having moments where you're just forgetting things. <laughs> I do. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it is. Ter- I know exactly what you mean. I've, I've gone through the major mind blank moments of my consciousness shifts. It's uh, it's a bit. It can be a bit worrying, but yeah, what happens really, truly, is that our intuition, our soul, our consciousness travels and connects to source on a deeper level than our human brain logic can comprehend. And so because of the timeline shifts and because of the uh, consciousness expanding, the way that the, the, the 3D and the 5D realities are, you know, merging together, we are coming up with new ideas of how to actually balance the alignment of the existing in 3D still and raising our consciousness to 5D. And so when we have these conversations that are so freaking intellectual on a universal level and then we go, oh, my gosh, you know, listening to that and our senses are heightened and we're sitting on this, like, high-vibe stage and then we come back down in 3D and go, oh, shit, now we have to, like, conversate in English language. This just doesn't feel natural anymore because we're telepathically registering communication our intuition wants to sit up here it doesn't want to sit down here it's like when you're having downloads too I feel that even sometimes in conversations and I'll be having this like highly you know spiritual intellectual conversation but like I've had to come from the 3d and come up into that and then all of a sudden it's like my mind, my head goes all spacey and you start feeling a bit dizzy. I don't know if you experienced that. And I'm like, whoa. And then it's like a download comes in, but then I've got to have time to process that. So I, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, okay, I just need to go, like, go and be on my own for a while. <laughs> and then it's integrating the two again. And I, I love that you said that. It is trying to find a balance between the two. Yeah, it is. All the time. It's, it's at this point, we, we nearly more than anything just have to be okay with acknowledging it, accepting it, and the best word that you used was integrating it because it is our natural source of being mm. is radiating from a level of intuitive nature mm-hmm. that's that's our natural way of being because this physical body is just a, an avatar of our consciousness our our soul our intuition yeah and so when we when we do things that are actual human physical avatar natural things but we're living in this high consciousness realm it's like 
how do we find this balance? And it's so it's happening so often with a lot of um the our our spiritual minded uh new aged revolutionary uh souls here at this time where we're figuring out our own ways of being and integrating and digesting and processing and uh, learning and evolving and expanding and all the wonderful (laughs) adjectives we can use. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But it's all about just this becoming present with your intuition, just like acknowledging that you uh, have an intuition. Every single one of us has an intuition. It's an and 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 it connects to source. It connects us to the universe. It connects us to ourselves. It connects us to somebody else. But it also connects us to the realm of psychic <laughs> abilities. It connects it's the ability to see. Yeah. It's the it's the all seeing eye. It's the connection to um telepathic telepathic connections to each other you know Ellie and I have been on a bit of a journey the last couple of weeks where I have been kind of just sitting at home either working or not working and I would get a download like out of nowhere I'd think of Ellie and then I'd close my eyes and I'd ask my guides why are you thinking of Ellie and then they would show me this visual and because I am quite connected to my my third eye my you know soul I will sit there and I'll ask why they'll show me a visual and then I'll see what Ellie's doing at that time, which can be, you know, kind of an invasion of privacy, but, you know, we're, we're really close. Tapping into my energy. <laughs> I only see what I'm meant to see. Um, and then I'll message her and I'll say, you know, I really feel like, you know, my guides have said this, this and this. I'm here if you want me. And the amount of times that Ellie has written back and been like, holy it's the more that we connect to our intuition the more that we have the ability to astro travel lucid dream create vivid dreams deja vu uh telepathic connections um energy frequencies uh radiating and emitting to each other around the world you know and intergalactic, multidimensional realms <laughs> at the whole <laughs> level, which we'll dive into in other yeah. episodes. But yeah. we're moving into this space and on a collective level. Mm-hmm. Just knowing that we all have this ability and mm-hmm. it's not it's not a rare gift. It's a collective, every mm-hmm. single one of us. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, it's one of those things, I think, you know, even just being a psychic like yourself, you know, a psychic medium and, you know, having the ability to connect to the Akashic records, like so many people, even in, you know, our psychic development classes, we talk to people about the fact that we all have these abilities. You know, when I first started, I guess, you know, looking into, you know, psychic mediums and, you know, those people like yourself that have, you know, the access to this stuff, I was like, I, I guess a lot of people, not just myself, but it's like, oh, they're better than me. They have um, something that's more powerful than than I do, you know. 
Um, but I feel like, you know, that's such a myth. And it is such a myth in the aspect that everybody has all of these abilities. And it really does depend. I feel like some people, though, are supposed to connect to those abilities more strongly than others. So for me, I'm an intuitive energy healer and coach. So for me, like what I do is I actually, when I'm doing energy healing, I can sense what that person's feeling going through, um, how they think. Sometimes I get visions through my third eye when I'm working with them. Um, And, you know, when I do coaching, um, I can feel their energy. I can feel what's going on for them. Um, And even like you were saying, like I will, I was thinking about a friend the other night, actually, or sitting at my table, just doing some stuff. And I had this person on my mind. And this is something I've always grown up with. And I saw my own mother have these, um, these people that would come to her mind all the time. And a lot of the time she was very intuitive in that aspect that she would then contact that person. And that person would be having problems or they'd be sick or they were in dire straits and they needed support and help. And so she followed her intuition. So understanding that, but I didn't know it was intuition back then. And because we were told, you know, growing up in a religious, um, you know, family that it was, you know, something that you don't follow. Um, However, my mum followed whatever it was for her. And every time she followed it, you know, she would, she was right. So I did watch that and I did grow up kind of going, this is interesting. So I had feelings, I had visions, you know, and I was like, wow, when things would come true though, because I didn't realize it was my intuition or that ability to see, I would blame myself. And I was like, so like if a death happened and I saw it happening prior to it happening, I blamed myself. And now I understand that, like, no, it was a premonition. It was a vision. It was being shown. My dad had a car accident and I was driving one day on the way to church, believe it or not, and I had this vision of my dad having a car accident. And later on, a few hours later, I had a phone call. Your father has been in a car accident. He almost died. I was like, what the hell? So that is an example, though, of ignoring my intuition. I didn't listen. I saw it, I heard it, but I didn't, I just ignored it. So like, that's another powerful thing to bring up into this conversation. I feel that like, what happens when we ignore our intuition? Our intuition is that internal dialogue. Like we said, it's the compass. It's, it's actually helping you. It's our higher self and it's trying to get our attention. But if we're ignoring it, what can happen? There's so many things that come with ignoring our intuition or our inner dialogue, our inner voice. I wonder if those that ignore it, like you said, are in the same space that you once were. Because in my perspective, I... I never really ignored my intuition. However, I didn't necessarily act upon it. So I would have moments where I would sit there and I'd get shown these visions or I'd hear these things or, you know, get downloads. And like you said, 
completely different though. I didn't know for a while that, you know, those voices in my head were my intuition. I thought I was, you know, I spent a good couple of years. I thought I was going psychotic. So, um, that's, that's my <laughs> different level. But yeah. um, what, what I went through during those times was I didn't, speak upon them or I didn't say them out loud because I you know went through that moment where I was like I'm going to be called crazy or I'm going to get sent off to the psych ward or you know people are going to be telling me that there's something wrong with me and so I was held back due to other people's voices their opinions judgment you know negativity that I just didn't want to put myself in front of and they're the people that are ignoring their intuition <laughs> right there you just answered the question <laughs> that's right because you can you know from my perspective it does come down to you can just get too caught up in your own thoughts your own judgment your own opinion your own negativity that you you tend to use as a perception of other people and you project that out in your world and so ignoring your own intuition where you know let's say someone came to me and they said um goodness gracious I hear so many things every day choose one um they say they you know don't feel like they feel like their partner's cheating yeah yeah and I'll say to them okay is that your intuition telling you or is that your sense logical brain picking up on evidence-based materials or have you explored that avenue you know you have to come up with these ideas but our intuition isn't there to create negative energy you know ignoring your intuition I think would just simply come down to asking yourself is it the angel or the devil is it the ego absolutely or is it or is it the intuition because we do we have these two voices for me this is the way that I would explain ignoring my intuition or you know analyzing the intuition because if you continue to analyze the ego the little devil on your shoulder that tries to hold you back are they inspiring you? Are they encouraging you? Are is it positive? Does it does it does it like being challenged? Yeah. But your yeah. intuition will like being challenged. It will say, keep going, like keep coming up with new ideas. It will put inspiration and um encouragement mm-hmm. in your life and it will help advance you. But yeah. if you ignore it. You will be held back. You will be uh, stopped. You would be convinced that you're wrong. You know there are there are two different levels. I feel when we are learning how to listen to our intuition and learning what happens when we don't listen. And I love that. Uh, just as you were saying that, like I kept having those moments of like going back to what you were saying about the in- intuition being the teacher. And um, for me, what what was coming up was it's the, the biggest thing that we have to learn to do with our intuition is to trust it. We have to trust it because it is it is that knowing. It is the knowing without actually knowing the outcome that 
if we follow our intuition, it's it's like, you know, the star in the sky, you know, that we have to follow to get somewhere. Or it's like being able to, um, like you said, remove the logic. So removing the logical brain that tells us or, or even that is attached to the fears and the problems and the, everything else, the attachments that really doesn't serve us. So that's that's what we're kind of, we've got in one hand, our intuition, which we have to learn to trust. And then in the other hand, we've got that logical brain that says, don't listen to me. Like you said, the, the, you know, the, the on the shoulders, the devil and the, the angel, it really is. It's like, if we keep following the logic, then we're not following our intuition or our heart, you know? Um, and it doesn't lie to us. That was the other thing I wrote down. It doesn't lie. It doesn't lie to us. And how beautiful would it be to step into a space of being intuition led? <laughs> so many people have to get to that space of surrender and trust in order to be intuition led. And, and I think like for me personally, that is a really, really good place to be every day when I wake up, if something doesn't feel right, I'm not going to do it. If I get an icky feeling about somebody's behavior or their like, and I do a lot of the time I feel things before it happens, right. Or I'll see it. Like I've said before. So it's like, it's so important now. I, I, have been in relationships. This is another thing that a lot of people do. They ignore their intuition when they're in relationships. You know, you feel that that person, something's off, something's not right. The behavior doesn't add up or the things that they're saying that they're doing doesn't add up. But why do we listen to the logic instead of our intuition? Why do we not allow our compass to guide us through those relationships Instead, we hold on, we hold on, we hold on. Why? Because there's something logically and emotional that's going on and we've not been taught to trust our intuition because our intuition never lies. If you got rid of that person when your intuition told you something was not right, if you said this does not feel right, I'm ending this relationship, you would not have had to go through that particular hurt. Again, it was your intuition, it was your guide, your, your soul's compass saying this does not serve you this is not right for you don't keep questioning it walk away let it go and then you will start to trust your intuition more and more and more and then you'll be like <sighs> happiness that happiness that you aspire for or you want or you, you know that you deserve in your life will come a lot quicker and easier when you are intuition led not when you're trying to run away from it Believe me, your intuition will be like that nag that doesn't leave you alone. You'll keep getting that stomach ache. You'll start, you'll keep getting that stress headache. You'll start to have other issues going on in your body because you're ignoring the one thing that's telling you to see. See? See what's in front of you every time. And you go, Wait. <laughs> I'm going to block that one today. Just keep blocking it. Right? That's what it's like when your intuition doesn't work you're literally putting something there because you're not listening to it give some examples to our listeners as to let's say mm. their third eye their intuition is blocked how can you help 
to gain signs of if your intuition is right. Because I I get a lot of people that say my intuition said this and then it ended up not being or I ended up doing this and it was this and that because we do get a lot of mixed messages when it comes to learning how to listen to our intuition. So the way that I practice and I always have and uh, teach is I ask for signs. Mm, I ask for signs. And there are different ways you can do this. My first uh, practice that I do is I, I say I sit in intentional thought and say to my guides, if the thought that I am getting right now is the direction that I should be taking, can you please send me a sign of, and here are some examples of signs that you can ask for from the universe, from your guides, from your higher self, from your soul, your whatever, whatever it is, your angels, whoever it is that you want to ask or communicate with or allow guide you. I'll say something like, show me an angel number. And there, go on Google, seriously, every angel number is it, it holds a different meaning. So if I'm going to ask for my guys to show me an angel number, I will go on Google. You know, I know a lot of different angel number meanings now, but for those that might not, and just look at the meanings of particular angel numbers. And if the intuitive thought that's coming in, if the download that's coming in is something that, let's say, uh, is leading you to change, then ask your your guides to show you five, 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 because that is the angel number of change. One is trusting your intuition. The angel number of one is trusting your intuition. So if you're getting a new thought or a download come in that is like trust your intuition, then ask your guides to show you one. Or you could, if you have a spirit animal or a favourite animal or an animal that you really enjoy, ask your guides to show you that animal a quick note to being shown animals or in signs symbols whatever is don't dismiss that on a piece of paper a book the tv um a car you know a, a poster a lot of people when they ask to see like a dolphin and they don't live near the beach, they're like, oh, well, I'm just going to make up something that's really out of nowhere and see one in the river, and if that doesn't happen, then I'm not going to believe it. Mm. You can't dismiss seeing things in other ways. Or you could ask for a song or a verse or a saying, a quote, a motto, something that will make you have that moment of pure internal trust. A bird, you know, uh, there are a lot of birds within the spirit intuitive realm. Um, I have a lot of clients when I do mediumship readings who are connected to eagles, doves, um, crows, pigeons, you know, magpies. Like it's so bizarre. Owls, you know. Can I say as well that it doesn't always show up straight away. Oh, yeah, no. And it will happen when it's meant to happen. Sometimes usually when you've forgotten about it yeah. and it won't always show up in the way, like you said, it won't show up in the way of 
how you expect to see it. Because you know, if, if you're asking for an animal, you're not going to see a tiger going past in your backyard, are you? Like you might see it on TV or on Facebook or whatever it might be. So it's so important to let go of the outcome and, and the expectation of what you think it might be and be very open to it coming at the right time for you to see it. So I guess that would be something that would be like short to long-term or medium to long-term when you are asking about trusting your intuition. If it is something that they need right then and there, what would you suggest in that moment of how they can um, analyze or understand whether it is the intuition? Because like you said before, people are like, oh, I trusted my intuition um, and it didn't turn out. Well, mm, I've had moments like that too. And there's always a sign that like it actually wasn't my intuition, but I just wanted it to be my intuition. So I think that people can, again, sit in that logic and they can say it was their intuition. Um, Because sometimes like I have been, I have sat with my guides, I've sat with my intuition and I've said, I need need to leave this relationship. And, you know, I'm going to be really honest with my husband. You know, we've we've struggled for the last three years. Um, And I had these moments where a couple of years ago, I sat with my guides and I was like, do I leave? I was so ready to leave. I was so ready to just end all of it. And my guide said, no, be patient. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and believe me, it's happened over the last three years, many, 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 many times. And I'm like, why? But because I'm also open to the lessons and I'm also open to, you know, being patient and understanding, even though it's freaking painful. But now I know why I had to wait. Now I know why I had to be patient because change has arrived. Different things are happening. And it's fucking beautiful. And I would have missed out on that had I walked away. But then my intuition always told me, no, don't leave, stay. And so my guides have always told me, no, stay, be patient. But if I had listened to my logical brain of let's escape, let's get out of here because it all just seems easier. And that's probably what I should do. That was my logic speaking. It wasn't me connecting to my internal dialogue and actually saying there's a reason why this is happening. There's more to it. So kind of getting back to that, sorry. But that instant, that instant, how would we or how would you advise somebody to connect to that intuition? Um, and, again, being intuition-led, you, it is all about trust. You have to trust First of all, I would like to just acknowledge the fact that I think it is really important to note over the last three years, so many, like I'm telling you, like 90% of the people I've connected with in the last three years have had relationship challenges. And so I think it's really important that um, for our listeners to know that if you have had relationship challenges or these thoughts come into your relationship, whether it's romantic, you know, family, friends, colleagues, whatever it is, and you've been uh, uh, put in a position where you have wondered if leaving was a choice, you're not alone because it is the masculine and feminine energies that are just going on little waves right now, you know, whether 
whether it is you with the same sex or, you know, a colleague or uh, whatever. Family, yeah. 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 And this is this is a massive dominant energy that has been just going on this weird wave the last right. few years. It is, it's very important to note that. To answer your question, how would one, let's say they needed instant sign to trust their intuition? While you were saying that, I was thinking, you know, what is it that I, what advice could I give or what, 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 what tasks or ideas could I give? But I, and I had to stop. I literally, while I was listening, I had to stop and I had to in with what would I do? And I stopped yeah. thinking about all these like cool little practices and methods and ideas. Blah. What would I do? Simple, simple. I had to trust my intuition and pull back a little bit. <laughs> what I would do. And the, truthfully, honestly, is I would become present with what I am hearing, seeing, and noticing at that time. What is happening in my reality? Is there is the TV on or the radio on or a podcast or an audible on in the background that I'm actually not consciously becoming aware of right now that I'm not listening to? And what is it saying? If there isn't noise on in the background, I would go for a walk outside and I would look around and I would go, okay, what am I meant to feel right now? How am I meant to feel? Rather than most of the time we we tend to live in this world where we're like demanding uh, guidance, except what when what when we're in that state, we're not actually listening to our own intuition. And so I, I spend some time being present with myself and becoming aware of my surroundings. If I have, if I'm not doing anything, I will sit down and I will maybe put on a podcast or an audible and I'll say to myself, okay, right now, whatever is coming up in this next chapter or this episode, there is a message here that I need to hear. There is a message here that it is wouldn't come up in my life right now for no reason. And I have to really sit in with knowing that I believe everything happens for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Every, like everything, even if there are things that I just do not have any comprehension as to why, or mm. if, even if it's really hard or it's a struggle, or it's like it's, it's torturous. I have to sit there and go, you know what? That happened for a freaking reason. Whatever that reason is, let go of the why. But becoming more consciously aware of your environment, your surroundings, the noises, the senses, your thoughts, and just sitting still, yeah. being present, and 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 consciously connecting to your reality. Something for me, when I need to know in the moment, I, I literally just sit here and I just breathe. <laughs> I breathe, I do, I really do. And then I just ask. I yeah. ask, is it a yes or a no? And usually whatever first comes to my mind is, is the answer. And I know, you know how I know? Because my intuition doesn't make that. <laughs> my stomach doesn't go into knots. But if it goes into knots, I know, okay, I'm doing the wrong thing. Yeah. 
something will always tell you when your intuition is not being followed. And I think that's about coming back into that present present moment. It is just taking that really deep breath, asking yourself the question again and allowing all distractions to be gone just for that moment Yeah, and trusting yourself. I think at the end of the day, intuition is really just coming back to that surrender, be open to learn what your inner teacher is telling you and to trust, absolutely trust. Yeah, it's not easy. And I think that that alone could help someone is that trusting your intuition, listening to your intuition, allowing your intuition to guide you, being more intuitively led isn't easy because we've grown up in such a society that teaches us not to do that. But the more that you implement the practices and the actions of just simply trusting yourself, becoming present, taking some breaths, (laughs) asking for signs, becoming more conscious, you know, these things will lead you to yeah. you. <laughs> yes, it will. It will. And what a beautiful ending this might just have to be. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I, I think we've gone for like 45 minutes, but what a great conversation. Yeah. And the intuition, self-awareness, trust, surrender, like it it really is such a topic that if like I said before if so many more people were intuition led and they really trusted I think we would be living in a better world too where um, we're making-, making better decisions hmm. um, and not only that I think we wouldn't have to be going and looking for shit outside of ourselves to give us that comfort and that ideation of um, you know that we need things outside of ourselves to yeah. make us feel that we're right um and i i think that that's again a, another powerful topic that we could go into another time is you know the external validation that the looking outside of ourselves you know when all we need to do is bring everything back in yeah i love that because we didn't even really touch on any of that i mean it's a whole nother concept and yeah i mean we could make a whole nother episode out of that external validation external dialogues you know let's do that so hang around put on your notifications for our episodes and I hope that we've sparked some brand new ways of being for you to tap more into your intuition and access your own connection to yourself absolutely and thank you so much for being here with us today yeah. on Unfiltered with Ellie and Tamsin. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.